a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. I'm back doing another episode of Where Are They Now? And for those of you who hadn't heard the first episodes of this series, I will recap. As you know, I coach a lot of people. And of course, you have heard me coaching people live on this podcast with Coaching with Kimmy episodes. I have also done a ton of clients who I send off into the world after coaching with them. And it's so amazing and rewarding when I hear countless success stories and read thousands of emails of previous clients updating me on how their life has improved and often how they find love. In fact, I just got an email literally five minutes before I pushed record of a woman who showed me a picture of her and her new husband. And this was somebody that I, I worked with years ago. And so all of these inspirational, you know, there's these stories really inspire me. And I do love being able to share those with you. And so I do these, where are they now episodes to inspire and motivate you by hearing what happens to people after I work with them. And whether that is on a podcast or working with them over time as clients, I hope you listen to these and get inspired by people's successes and know that success can happen to you too. And it all starts with a call. And that's exactly what happened to this guy that I'm bringing on today. And it's a very uplifting success story. And success is always different for everyone. I met him through a workshop he attended a while back. Actually, I want to say almost a year ago and decided to hop on a free call I offered afterwards to explore ideas of how he could be more sexy in his confidence and a more sexy dater. And he decided after that phone call to invest in coaching with me by taking my co-ed dating class and eventually private coaching sessions, which included in-person shopping and a flirt session. He realized he needed guidance and practice with flirting, building emotional connection, building sexual tension, improving his body language, all that good stuff that goes into dating. And he knew he was a good listener, but often felt misunderstood by women. And he was often left with feeling that there was a disconnect, like there was something missing and he just couldn't understand what that was. And he knew that there were some deeper issues to explore around self-expression, managing his ADD, trust, helping people, you know, just really learning how to be more open and outgoing. And he considered himself an introvert, but I want to say, I don't I don't really think he was after I got done with him, but I'll, I'll let him t- tell the rest of that. But overall, he knew he was in his head a lot, very analytical, um, and, and that also was tripping him up. So rather than being in his body, he was really in his head. And after coaching and shopping together and really doing the work, and he did do the work and a lot of practice, he started to find his newfound sexy confidence and excitement around dating. And he started dating with more intention and less anxiety. He started approaching women and practiced being more emotionally open with them. He is now finding himself feeling more relaxed, is feeling more confident in his skin, but I will let him tell the rest. Welcome, Peter. Thank you, Kim. Thank you very much. Uh, It's so good to have you here. I mean... 
What a journey, right? Oh, yes. But what a journey. Yes. And I had to travel down to California because I live here in Washington State. So it was a travel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I I had a woman come from Australia, so it wasn't too bad, (laughs) but nonetheless, it was, it was a journey. And, um, you know, I, I obviously set it up a little bit and just like some of the stuff you were struggling with, but I'd love for you to share with everyone. What was your life before you and I started working together? And do you remember that guy? Oh yes. Yes. And so, uh, basically I was married for 22 years. And when I was going through my doors, I just felt like the pits. I mean, like you, a very similar path. You just, yeah. Where I am now, single, and now I, I didn't feel really good about myself. You know, going through anybody out there who's been through a divorce knows what it's like. You have, you just feel like the world's down on you, and you feel like you don't feel like you feel attractive. You don't feel attractive at all. So, I went through a year of 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 healing of after my divorce, and then it's about a year later. I wanted a date. But I didn't know how. I didn't know. I hear I've been married for 22 years. I thought I knew everything. No, it's not the same. It wasn't. So I went and got a uh, personal styler to come help me. And she was really good. But she didn't really dress me for styling, you know, for dating. I didn't really have that sexy extra image that really what Kim was trying to help me do. So I did that. And yes, I went on a date. I met this girl, a uh, woman online. And and we dated for about three or four months. And uh, but. As I got to know her, she wasn't really, really well matched for me. And I didn't understand my boundaries or what's negotiable. But, but she ended up being, you know, she was married and didn't know this. But uh, she was um, uh, married and then she was, uh, and her husband was a convicted felon in and out of prison for their, during their years of their marriage. So to me, that was a like a very big red flag. And I knew this was, this was not a good thing match for me. And then I just started discovered that what my boundaries really are, what is really negotiable, what is not. So that's when I decided, you know, I really need to get down to some rules of dating out there for the, for the 21st century. So uh, Kim introduced me. I found Kim and a class person named Marnie who does a lot of, I subscribe to her emails and I get everything, but she is subscribing to a 40s, 50s, 60s uh, dating for in the 40s, 50s and 60s. So I, took class and there was Kim. She was giving an introduction on dating so that I learned a lot just from that class. And so I was very intrigued with Kim's uh, teaching. I said, well, maybe there's something more. And she offered me to do, uh, I guess, I guess we got on, you went through your class, Kim, and then we did your class. But then afterwards you said you would do personal coaching. So then I had a one-on-one session with Kim and we talked a little bit about my, uh, what my expectations were and what I wanted. And, and then uh, after thinking about, you know what, I took the big plunge. I said, listen, I'm going to do this. I'm going to invest in myself. And I really wanted to do that. So I really learned a lot about myself. And I think the big thing was um, that uh, this was a good learning experience for me. Um, going. Yeah. Through. And I think what I really found out was some of the stuff I didn't realize what came her first session with me. It was some of the stuff I carried through from my childhood up to my, into my marriage and now into my dating life. And there was like an aha moment for me. Oh my gosh, I'm carrying these these things with me that I had no idea consciously I was doing until Kim pointed pointed them out to me. So um, I want to actually, I want to pause there because I I remember that moment too. Like when we were starting to kind of uncover some things that you weren't even aware of. And I, I think that's really common. Like you kind of are going through the motions of dating and everybody when they're coming out of divorce. And if you don't have a lot of dating experience, it's, it, it feels so foreign, you know, and 
And you're doing the best you can and you're learning along the way, but more than just the dating etiquettes and the rules, we all have patterns. We all have things that we carry with us in ways of baggage and luggage and some it's heavier than others. And, right, right, sure. Right. And, and I think that was really interesting, like how you also saw a piece of that. I want to go back to the guy that you were before, before we dive into like the, the aha moments, because I I remember, and, and I don't know if you remember this, Peter, I, I remember this kind of um, anxiety around like finding the one, oh, yeah. you know, I, I, and, and I really want to like talk about that because I think that's the other common thing when you're a relationship person, you're looking for the next one because you, you, if you never dated before, and so do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I always, I guess in my early, well, first of all, I want to make a point uh, that wasn't brought up. I, I married late in life. So yeah. I'm probably, uh, that's one thing I want to make a point. I got married late in life. So I was very, very shy up to my mid thirties. And then I became more, uh, uh, more, you know, became more outgoing and stuff like that. So anyway, so, um, so I guess when I was younger, when I was starting dating in my thirties, really quote unquote dating in my thirties, I would always say, is this person the one? And I always have these, you know, anxiety because sometimes they didn't meet my expectations. Likewise, they wouldn't want to date me anymore. So I was like, well, gosh, this is like, I never really, what Kim taught me was live for the moment. Don't sit there and worry about, you know, is this the one? No, now I have a lot more at peace with that. I can relax with that. So, so that's one thing that I, I can talk about with that. Yeah, no. And, and, and that's the thing is that a lot of people will go online or they'll go on dates and they're vetting for their next boyfriend or girlfriend. Right. And it's like, is she the one? Is she the one? Are you my girlfriend? Are you my girlfriend? You know? Yeah. And I think um, that was one of the things that I saw click and you really work through is how you can slow down and be present and just flirt and have fun. It was a new concept with you. And then I think the other thing I remember is just also how that counteracted with your values and how you were brought up and saying, okay, well, like what's right for me and and negotiating that. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, I, you're like, yeah, I remember, I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember, yeah, I do remember, yes. Do you, you know, Peter, I don't know if you remember this, like, because you mentioned that other stylist that you were working with. Do you know, as I was looking back on my notes, do you know, I even wrote it down that you said to me, quote, unquote, I don't need help with styling. I already got well, that covered. Oh, my gosh, did I say that? <laughs> I do know because that's not like when we before even you took the class that's what's so fun about like going back in time and seeing where you were where you are now you're like no I'm good there you know and then as we started getting into the class and we started talking about sex appeal and the edge and like your sexy confidence you're like oh well maybe this there is something here yeah well yeah and that's what I was really like gosh that's we'll talk more about that in a minute but yeah 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 well and then finally, because I think this kind of bleeds into what was working for you as we were coaching together, I remember you also feeling very frustrated and caring. It was like what I call dating anxiety. It's like that frustration that you feel like when you're swiping right and left and you're going through like all these women and like nothing was sticking. Yes. Yes. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I got, well, I think there were some points I like go into dating apps and 
yeah. I think the thing that, uh, and we talked about this too in our dating, and I, 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 I'm an engineer, okay? Everything's analytical to me. And I write, you know, you saw these texts, I write, you know, three paragraphs on yes. this. <laughs> I'm going, yes. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was going to, if you didn't, but that, right. That was part of it is just learning how to um, flirt and keep the conversation going in a playful, fun way. And I remember going through your texts, right. And they were so like transactional and very serious and literal. Remember that? I do. Yeah. And I do remember that now. Now what I say, are we the one, you know, what's going on? You know, I I can't remember what I was, but just some of the stuff now I've been with my texting, I do a little more playful things. Yeah. With texting. So now instead of being so serious and so, and you know, I think it's in my job is very detailed and very analytical. So I try to separate that now and keep that my job where it is and that box, but now the dating world is different. So it's still a little bit of a transition. There's still a little bit of, Oh yeah. It's work. It's not going to happen overnight, but. Exactly. And I'm glad you mentioned that. And that's why I love even doing these podcasts when someone doesn't necessarily have like the girlfriend, because it's really not about that. I feel like you gained so many skills along the way that really helped with your confidence. So I, I'd love for you to talk about that. I mean, yes, definitely one was the art of conversation and flirting. Like I really saw a difference in that. What were some other things? Well, I think that one thing that we, going back to our, I think the one thing that, that the moment of the peak of our together, when we met for the first time back where you lived back in Southern California. And um, yeah. and we talked about how you spent, we could spend six hours shopping clothes. And I felt like, gosh, I can't be this close. I feel like, I feel like a million bucks. I never, oh, wow, I just, <laughs> my clothes, you took pictures of me. Wow, do I really look like that? Wow, I just stunning. It's like, wow. <laughs> I know, I remember you kept saying that every time I would show you a picture, you'd be like, wait, wow, wow, is that me? <laughs> I couldn't believe that was me, wow. And by the way, the shirt I'm wearing is one of the shirts that Kim had selected for me so just so your audience you see that so yeah. a little a little advertisement there i love it <laughs> <laughs> by the way i want to tell people out there too that one thing that i am glad i did is i when kim worked she has sessions for four hours six, eight, eight hours do the eight hours spend the extra money it's worth every penny believe me i went through the eight hours it was worth every penny so Aww. the four hours doesn't give you really much of anything it gives you a little bit but Eight hours is really the investment, and the really the, the the going to the dress, and then of course the big was top off the evening, going to a, a bar and meeting people. And and one thing that Kim worked with me on was flirtation, which I'm not good, wasn't good at flirtation, really, honestly. And she gave me these cues of when a girl's really attracted to how she looks at you. And I'm going, oh wow! I mean, here I was married for 22 years, I yeah. didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> you you probably had women looking at you like that. And all along yeah. and you didn't know you didn't know I'd, it i'd had no idea but now i get it and it's interesting a few weeks about this sort of an interesting story at a restaurant i was there and i i came in my attire and this one of the waitresses i know i'm sort of friends with she's i come there all the time for for meals and stuff and she saw me she's hi and she kind of looked me down up and down like this like oh boy like <laughs> she looked at me like well i was kind of flattered you know she like that motion you talk about kim when when a woman is attracted to you you see her up and down, she was doing the same thing to me. Nice. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you had a really cute little moment at the bar. I would love yeah. for you to share that. Cause that yeah. was, that yeah. was kind of like the, 
It was like the cherry on top as right, we were right. ending our coaching. Yeah. Okay. So that was the red dress moment for you, but I wasn't wearing a red dress, was I? You were not wearing a red dress, but metaphorically, it was definitely your fire hot red moment. Yes, it was. And so anyway, so Kim asked me at the towards the end there, Kim asked, why don't you talk to these two women? And they were together. And I said, two of them? And I go, okay. So I was very... You know, we talked the flirting and I got the confidence with the flirting. So I, mm-hmm. I walked up to them very chalant and very casual. Like I was very being very genuine, wasn't being trying to be some jerk or somebody. And I said, would you like to sit these chairs? Uh, we're going to leave here pretty soon. Oh, they said, yes, we would. And so we have talking and carrying conversation. And it was like, I felt like so natural. I didn't feel like I didn't feel nervous or anything. I felt like this is carrying conversation. So that was a big booster for me. I felt like, wow, this is amazing. Are these strange women? I've never seen them. They were attractive. They were attractive and they were there at the bar. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. So we had a conversation for about 15, 20 minutes and it was great. And um, as I said, I live out of the area, so it wouldn't make sense for me to get a phone number because I didn't live in the area. I didn't feel like getting a phone number because I probably wouldn't go on a date with them because we were geographically out of the area. So. Yeah, but it was really fun also to watch you just, you know, because I could see it even in your body language, just how relaxed you were yeah. and confident you felt and the flow was better because I think up in, you know, as we were coaching together in the beginning, as you were saying, there was a lot of nervousness, there was more stiffness, you 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 were thinking a lot and what you should do rather than just being. Yeah. Remember yeah. us talking about that? And so... um when you when you had that moment and now that you've kind of settled in back home and marinated in in all this glory, like how how are you feeling now? I still feel confident. Um I want to make one more point, one more with that encounter with those women. There was oh one, yeah, yeah. I want to top on that because I don't I want to know, I know I've been reading books and you've told me about how women feel safe if you touch them like so when during that session I touched one of the women's on the show, not to be be like aggressive, but I yeah. And I, I've sensed that she liked that. I got the, the vibe that she liked, enjoyed that I was touching her, not like, you know, just being a, being a gentleman, of course. But um, that was one thing. Oh, one thing that, that I learned too, Kim, that was at that meeting you had, one thing that I did not know, a lot of the dating thing, things, I, I usually open doors for women. That's not a problem. One thing that really threw me off was when you said about um, when a woman has to go to the restroom, you stand up and you wait till she gets and then when she comes back stand up again I thought that was really I didn't I didn't know that all those years yeah you know it's those little touches and and some of those dating etiquettes have kind of fallen you know as time has gone by and each generation you know uh gets older but like no matter what and this kind of just goes back to women roles and 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 male roles we we all all like the same thing you know no matter what age group we're at, whether you're dating after 40, whether you're 21, like, you know, as a man, it still feels good, you know, to feel sexy, to, you know, get that attention, to be able to have the confidence to approach women, you know, and so it was really, yeah, it was really cool to watch you. And honestly, well, you know, because I've done it both ways, right? People fly in and do that intensive first, and then I do phone coaching, like, you did the opposite. We had the phone coaching leading up to it. And for you, I think that process really worked well. Cause it I, worked. I saw you like really doing the work in between the sessions. Were there anything like even with our phone coaching that you remember that really impacted you to get to that moment? Well, I think the big thing, like I talked earlier about was, um, my big thing anxiety is about, is this the one person I'm dating? Is this, yeah. 
get away from that. Just be at the moment, be present at the moment. Things will, you know, in a relationship, things will, if they're meant to be, they'll, it'll work in that direction of meant to be. So not to be pressured, uh, not to be. So I think that's one thing that I guess that I've learned from that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And expressing your feelings to me, I saw you starting to, and, and I know you're still working on that, you know, that, yeah. like you said, Rome wasn't built in a day. And I think though, what I saw from you and you tell me your the awareness really started happening yeah, right. with that. Like, you know, just even the way your conversations were going and how you shared emotion and your stories. Right. And just like those little kind of exercises that we did to help you become more aware of it. And I think the one thing I'm working on still, just I said, there's areas of growth that I'm, it's not like you say, you didn't build Roman one day. Right. What I'm working on too is um, being more flirtatious and I'm working on working that, trying to be with a, a little bit of twist to making it fun. And so that that's a bit of some work for me to do. But I think as I encounter more women, I practice on that more. It's more, it's like more practice. And I don't, yeah. that's why I, I, what I do is a rule of thumb for me, whether attractive or not, I still even if someone older woman, I'll still do that to her. Just, just to practice. It's like, I'm not like keeping up with the, the good looking woman, but now it's just for anybody to be playful and to be flirtatious, not to be like, I'm trying to ask for a date, but just to be kind of fun. And that's what I've been working on doing that for myself. And because you're doing that, how are you feeling now? Like, Oh, I feel better. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. I mean, big difference, big difference with that. And, yeah. Um, the, the other growth that I'm doing is still a little bit of that fear of rejection. You know, I'm still mm. like, I know I can, I can approach you, but initiate the, you know, the, make that final deal. Like, can I get your phone number? Can we meet sometime for coffee? Just a little bit of, a little bit of fear of rejection for me on that. So I'm still working on that. It's not, like I say, it's not going to happen overnight, but it's getting, it's getting there really. It's just now, but I know those are things I need to work on as a, as, as a man, I need to. Well, and I think you said it best. It, it's all about practice. And the more you get practice as something, the the confidence goes up, right, you right. know, in that. And that's yeah. all confidence is, is just yeah. having exposure to something to counteract some of those fears yeah. and anxieties and, and rejection piece. And I think the other thing about the rejection that we uncovered in our coaching is how that was relating to your past and your upbringing and like those gremlins you know, like that would like creep up, you know, based on like you as a, a young man trying, you know, to like the girl, you know, and, and we all have those blueprints on us. And then when we're dating later, even though we're older and wiser, it doesn't mean that those like blueprints aren't imprinted yeah. on our brain and in our body. Right. Yeah. We carry those with us no matter where we are. Like you said, everybody in this life carries some gremlins in them, no, whether, no matter where they are. So, so, but I think you need to understand what those gremlins are and work with that, what you have, and then just continue down that path of growth. For me, it's just, it's growth. Life is a learning process. You don't learn overnight. You It takes time to learn things. Yeah, it's so true. Oh, Peter, this is so great. So maybe like, as we end this, just, I'd love for you to share, what's life like for you now? Um, well, I mean, okay, so I'm not like dating per se anybody seriously. Mm -hmm. I have a few women I go out with uh, that I keep where it's a very casual basis. But it's for me, it's like that point of just being myself at the moment and mm -hmm. relaxing and not worrying about is this the one? I think that's really hard. And I'm still opening to other women to meet other women uh, if they're out there available. I always approach women as I can. So, um, like I said, that restaurant the other day was a couple of weeks ago, whenever that 
which was kind of did the up and down eye check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, very flattering, very flattering. It but, is. And if I can send you off with also a coaching tool for you and, and you listening is that it's good to record those accomplishments and those moments that you have, like when you and I were coaching together, you know, at the bar or when you walk with a little more swagger with your new clothes or with that waitress, that moment you had, the more you record it and you visually see it, it also will help you with your confidence and knowing that you are different. You have changed. And you know what, Peter, you'll never go back to that guy that you were. Oh no, I'm going, going forward, going forward. (laughs) Always, always. Um, you know, this is your story is such a common one. And what would you say if, you know, someone is listening and they're, they're wanting something different and they know that they have to do, but they're not sure about coaching or anything, any advice that you would give them? Well, uh, well, I, I've used Kim as a reference because <clears throat> I just happened to have find Kim by that, but seek professional help to help you because without Kim, I don't think I would have gotten where I was at today. Um, just if, if Kim's not the person for you for whatever reason, find someone. Oh, of who, course I'm going to be the person. I'm a person for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, but if they're living in Australia, whatever. I'm totally or, kidding. Or, yes. I mean, but obviously if geographically not available, whatever, but. But I, I think for me, seeking professional help has been a very good pricing for me because I would never have gotten the guidance. Yeah, I've, read, I've watched YouTube videos and yeah, it was helpful and I've learned stuff. But being someone, see, I need like feedback. Give yes. Me, what am I doing? What, what am I like? The thing with you showing me in that meeting or a flirtation session, I would never have known that stuff. Watching, you gave me the feedback. I was right there. And that was like, wow, that was a powerful tool that gave me some more confidence in myself and knowing what to look for. That's the, that's the key. Like you say, a lot of women probably looked at me. I never knew that they were really attracted to me, but now I understand why. Now I need to be paying more attention because I didn't know it before. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And how how did you then decide? Because I, I know you went through a process. You know, like first you signed up for the group, and you weren't sure about the private. Like, is there something that you can share that would help people like get over a little bit of the fear of doing that? Because maybe they know they need it, but they're not quite sure they want to invest or they're fearful of it Hmm, that's a that's a tough well you know I don't for me I don't know what to say about that one because mine was more like I'm motivated to change I need to find some way to and I I knew the current path was on was not going to really work truly for me so I wanted as I said I just needed I was motivated to change and I needed somebody to kind of be my you know uh peer mentor or whatever that I need, especially in a woman because I the man gives you feedback but a woman because I just want to be attracted to I want to be attracted to women yeah I don't know them to give me the feedback what am I doing wrong I have a sister who doesn't tell me but but I have <laughs> but she's your sister <laughs> yeah uh, yeah no I think you actually answered it and, and I think the truth lies within yourself and usually when I see people change is when they get to the point of being fed up when they can't figure it out themselves but they have this desire to want something different and you did and you took action and you did the work and because of that that's why you had such success so right. I just want to commend you for that because yes, it you. isn't easy it isn't easy but nothing yeah. in life that's easy you know like really shifts you the things that are hard is what shifts you right, right. yeah and yeah. I said it's still life is a growing process and I said yeah. I didn't know this stuff 
overnight. I'm still going to learn, but I've taken it's like going to school, learning something. Now you apply it. Now it's going to take it's going to take some time. Yeah. Get, like I said, the big thing was get over this thing of being reject fear of being rejected. Mm-hmm. Don't try to move try to move forward. And so that's the process I'm working on with myself. So, but I've got the tools now. I got the tools all in place. Yeah, and and you you look good holding those tools. I'll I'll just say that. <laughs> Thank you. I like this shirt, by the way. Yeah, yeah, right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Peter, this is so awesome. And I love that you said it's a journey and that you're going to continue to grow. And you know, I'm always here for you in every phase, no matter what phase. But but this, I hopefully, like you listening, got inspired the same. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. And I hope that the people listening here will have the same inspiration as I got. And just be motivated. Don't be afraid of, of failure. Just move forward and be motivated to change yourself. That's the only person to change yourself. That's the only person who can do it. Beautiful. So thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And make sure you go to my site, as always, KimmySeltzer.com to see more ways I can help you have your own success story. And if you were motivated, just like Peter was when he first started, to learn how to date and find your sexy confidence, then I have something coming up for you that you will totally want to hop on board with. I've taken my most successful strategies from decades of coaching high-achieving men and women and have broken them down into a quick, value-packed two-hour co-ed workshop called Stop Hating Dating, because so many of you are saying, I hate dating. I just want to skip it all and get to the boyfriend or girlfriend. And if that is you, I want to teach you how to date and and have fun so that you get to have that partnership that you really want. This will be a mix of strategy, fun, and practice, because that's how I roll, with both men and women in the virtual room. This is for you if you're an action taker who is ready to fast track your dating life, flirting, and of course, more fun. But you might be at a complete loss when it comes to dating in 2022, especially if you're doing this later in life. So if you want to join us, hit the link you see in the show notes, grab your seat now as spaces will be limited. And I hope to see you there live and in action. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now.